to be able to move forward, we need to let go of what's holding you back. You can for sure just blindly try to move forward. And that does work sometimes for a period of time. Let's heal the root cause. Let's release that. Then we can start to create new neurological pathways that's going to help you move forward. Are you ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment? If you are, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Today, I am joined by Katie Portrats, and she is a clinical hypnotherapist with a passion for empowering and supporting women on their journey. And so a really deep dive into what hypnotherapy is and how it can support you in really healing emotional wounds and breaking through limiting beliefs through the power of hypnosis. She has years of experience working with clients from around the world, and she's on a mission just like I am to guide you back to your power so that you can create a life that is wildly fulfilling. I have been using hypnosis in my life, and I know that it can have a really great benefit to your incredible healing journey. And I've really enjoyed using that modality and it's something that I'm passionate about incorporating more for my clients as well in the future. So it was awesome to chat to an expert on this and to just deep dive into areas of our own lives and our own journeys. So without further ado, let's join in on this beautiful conversation with Katie. to be welcoming Katie Portrats onto the podcast interview. After a few technical issues, we finally connected and we are here. And I'm so excited to dive into some very juicy conversation topics around the subconscious mind and scarcity mindset and all of that good stuff. But before we do, welcome. And also, I would just love to learn more about you, Katie, and your journey and why you're so passionate about what it is that you do. Yeah, well, thank you, Helena, so much for having me on. I'm really excited. I love talking about the subconscious mind and all of this stuff. So this is an absolute treat for me. So thank you. Um, So yeah, I guess my journey kind of started about seven years ago. I had just had my first baby, my daughter. Um, Uh, I was going to ask, I didn't, I wasn't sure if you had children or not. So I'm so excited to learn so much more about you today. (laughs) Yeah, I have two kids. Um, My daughter's uh, just about seven and my son is five. So uh, when my first was born, it honestly kind of gave me some space in my life to step away from my job that I wasn't really in love with and, and explore more about like, who am I and what do I love? I started to kind of explore those topics and I somehow stumbled into self-development, which just like immediately just lit me up so much as I feel like it does for most people. And the more I started to learn about limiting beliefs and, you know, um, how we create our reality, I I was just so enthralled by all of that. And it kind of just was a snowball effect for me. And it just kind of, I just kept getting deeper and deeper into it. And I started to notice that as I shifted how I saw and felt about myself, my whole world began to shift around me. And, you know, through that, 
uh, that time period of a couple of years, I released a lot of trauma that I've been holding on to since childhood. I really stepped so much more fully into my confidence and just my self-belief. And I just feel like every time I did so, like my world just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I felt like I could do anything. So it, it just really, it's the only reason why I'm here today and for so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, like as my journey continued, I, I learned about hypnotherapy and so many, so many other different types of modalities that help us really um, own our power and really step into our, our, our highest potential. Um, but hypnotherapy was just, it just did something for me. And I just, I love it so much. And I mean, I have lots of other training and I kind of use that to make my hypnotherapy practice even better, but I'm just so passionate about hypnotherapy and dealing with people's subconscious mind and releasing trauma mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff that it just, it puts a huge smile on my face every time I get to talk about it or do it. <laughs> yes, I love that. And I, I think that it's always the place to kind of dive into as a coach is if you find a modality that has lit you up or changed something radically for you, then you can't help but be more passionate about it. Like yeah. for me, that's the matrix reimprinting and the EFT that I use. And I just, I know it works. So why wouldn't I want to share that with everyone just like you feel around hypnosis. So I love that. Yeah. And I really want to talk about hypnosis for so many reasons. And it's something that I've been incorporating a lot more into my own life over the next last like six months or so, like having those tailor-made hypnosis sessions and recordings. But for people who think hypnosis maybe is something where they're hypnotized with a watch or whatever it is, or, you know, <laughs> don't really understand the concept of it or think that they're going to be completely out of it. Could you explain really what the true essence of hypnosis is? Yes, I would love to. And I feel like there is such, there's so many misconceptions about hypnotherapy and how it helps and what it even is. So basically what hypnotherapy is, is it's, it's bringing you into a trance state and going into a trance state is actually something that we do all the time. It's a really, really natural thing. In fact, you probably did it today. Everybody listening probably did it today. I did it today. Like going into a trance state is so natural. Like if you've ever been daydreaming, you're in a trance state. If you've ever been watching a movie and gotten really emotionally attached, it's because the movie or the show has brought you into that trance state where you're more susceptible to suggestion. Um, if you've ever been driving a familiar route and you know, you you arrive at your destination. You're like, how did I get here? I wasn't even paying attention. Like you were in a yeah. trance. Yeah. So we, it's something that we do all the time. It's a very, very natural thing. And the way I like to think about it is that there are levels of trance. So when we're driving and daydreaming or something like that, we're in a very light level of trance. As soon as we close our eyes, we immediately go into a deeper level. And then the journey of guiding someone into hypnotherapy is just guiding them deeper into that trance state. So the trance state is just a really hyper-focused, uh, inner-focused state. So we're just really focused on what's happening inside of us and we're less focused on what's happening outside of us. Um, so I like to just think that when we're going into hypnosis, we're just deepening that trance state into like that, I call it the sweet spot, where you're just really, really focused on your inner world, your thoughts, your emotions, your memories, all of the information that we're able to access in your subconscious. And you're just less aware of your surroundings, maybe even for some people, less aware of the sensation of their body, uh, less aware of, you know, the environment that they're in and just a lot more focused on their internal world. So really, you can have a really insane experience in hypnosis, but it really is just all about kind of like going inward and experiencing like all the, the levels of our mind that we can't access through our conscious awareness. So 
It's the most natural thing. (laughs) And I am so freaking passionate about the subconscious mind and the difference between our conscious mind and how it really only dictates just a small percentage of our actions versus our subconscious mind. And I think we probably overlap in beautiful ways in the work that we do, but I would love to hear what your thoughts are on the subconscious mind and also the power of healing the subconscious mind and how that can shift our lives. Maybe even that happened for you, obviously, when you started this work on a personal level. Yeah, absolutely. So the way that I like to think of the conscious and the subconscious, uh, the conscious mind is the is kind of the part of our mind that we use in our day-to-day lives. Like, you know, it helps us with cognitive things. It helps us make rational decisions, things like that. Um, whereas our subconscious mind is kind of like the It's like the machine kind of running the show in the background. Um, I think consciously we think that a lot of our decisions come from our conscious awareness, but actually they come from our deep-rooted patterns and our positive and negative associations and our memories and our experiences. And all of that is stored in the subconscious. So the subconscious mind is just a, a massive storage bank and it's kind of running the show in the background of everything that we do. And that's why when we are able to, like you said, heal subconsciously, we're healing the patterns that are affecting the way you see yourself, the way you see the world, the way you act, the way you think, the way you speak. Um, And that's why it can have such a profound impact on our lives is because it really, it's kind of the driving force behind everything that we do and and even the way that we think and see ourselves. So it's, it's massive. (laughs) And when we can, when we're actually going in and healing things in the subconscious, like Um, I was just having a conversation with someone today and I said, you know, like I do all of my work virtually. So my clients are just, you know, faces on a screen. I'm not actually there with them physically, but it's like that when there's a shift and, and, you know, something is released and something is healed, it's like palpable. Like the energy is different. Like it's almost like an immediate like release of like physically, mentally, emotionally, like it's just, it's wild. And, and that's why I could never see myself doing anything else. Cause I just, this work that that we can do in the subconscious is just so life-changing and it can be so rapid. Like that's the other thing that just is mind-blowing is that it can happen so quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And what have you found are some of those really core beliefs that get to be shifted and released mm. through hypnosis? How like, yeah. like how could somebody apply that and say, okay, I think I maybe need hypnosis, but what would that work like? What would that shift look like for them? Yeah. Well, the work that I do, like I, I help a lot of women with, um, anxiety or low self-esteem, which obviously impacts every area of their life. Yeah. And, and even I work with a lot of uh, coaches and business owners and, and they're wanting to work through this because it's affecting their business in some way. Um, and so when we release, you know, the core beliefs behind the anxiety or behind the low self-esteem, like, um, not feeling lovable or not feeling enough or, you know, not feeling safe. I feel like those are kind of the three that often come up the most is not feeling like they're enough, not feeling safe and not feeling loved. Um, and, and those are kind of really broad, I guess, beliefs, but, and everything can kind of trickle out of that. Um, but for example, anxiety, um, a lot of the time when we work on anxiety, what it really comes down to is not feeling safe. Like we, when we get to the root of that, it's usually we go back to a time earlier in their life when they didn't feel safe. Um, and the emotion that they're still holding from that experience is like, it's just like stuck in them, in their body, in their mind. And it's, it's still affecting the way that they feel. They still feel unsafe in some way. Um, and for example, uh, low self-esteem, not feeling enough. Like if there was a time in their childhood or, or 
if there it was a reoccurring thing where they felt like they weren't enough, maybe they were always being compared to their siblings, or maybe their parents were busy and just didn't give them the attention that they needed. And they, they form this core belief that I'm not enough, no matter what I do, I'm not going to be enough. Well, then let's carry that all the way through to adulthood. And all of a sudden, um, they feel like nothing they do is going to be good enough for their clients or, or no amount of education is ever going to be enough to apply for that yeah. job they want. And it just really affects every area of your life. So um, when we can start to shift that, I mean, like, I have clients that are have been stagnant in their business for years. And then we can, we shift this, like, I want to call it trauma, even though it's not always typical trauma, it's just an emotionally intense event. Um, when we can shift that, it's like all of a sudden they're taking steps that they never, ever thought they could take. They're reaching out and doing things that they couldn't even imagine themselves doing even just a few weeks ago. So sometimes like the shifts are just absolutely insane. I just love that. And that's so what I'm passionate about too. And my work is actually instead of like healing on a surface level or adding affirmations and journaling, which I use every day and love, let's actually first go to the root of why you're programmed to believe this. And when we get to go to the root, then we get to clear on a much more accelerated level. And so do you find that by them being in that state, quote unquote, state of relaxation in the hypnosis, what you're feeding their minds with is going in on a deeper level into the subconscious? Absolutely. And you know, there's, there's two types of hypnotherapy that I do with my clients. Uh, one type of hypnotherapy is called direct suggestion. So that would be like the recordings that you're talking about where the hypnotherapist is just speaking directly to your subconscious and just giving you positive suggestions. So that's one, one way that we work with the subconscious. That's what my experience has been so far. Yeah. Yeah. So then the the other type of hypnotherapy that I do with my clients is called interactive hypnosis. So that's mm. when we guide you into hypnosis and then we actually work through things together and we're having full on conversations and we're kind of guiding oh, wow. you back and we're doing things like that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, those sessions, um, like if you think hip- direct suggestion hypnosis is cool, like it's just a whole nother level <laughs> when we do the interactive hypnosis. Yeah. Um, Cause we can really get to the root of things. Um, like quite quickly, actually. Uh, like I, we do a session uh, with a lot of my clients. I do a session that's called a regression. That te- the technique is a regression, mm-hmm. um, and basically, like you were saying earlier, it allows us to get to the root cause. So that's my whole thing. Like with hypnotherapy, yeah. it's like we need to to be able to move forward. We need to let go of what's holding you back. You can for sure just blindly try to move forward, and that does work sometimes, and that does sometimes work for a period of time until our willpower runs out or until we stop doing all these rituals that we, you know, we're doing before all the affirmations, all the things, then we just kind of slip back into that old pattern because it's always, it's always been there. We never dealt with that. So my number one priority when working with clients is let's heal the root cause. Let's release that. And then once that's released, then we can start to create new neurological pathways that's going to help you move forward. Um, So neurological pathways are kind of just like brain habits. They're like, you know, before you've, your brain has gone down this path that's led you to feeling like insecure and you've just gone down that path so many times that it's just a habit. Now, without even thinking about it, you just go down that path and you feel insecure. And so creating those new neurological pathways is us creating a new path that's going to lead you to feeling confident, to feeling secure about yourself. And it, you know, we have to train your brain to go that way. And then after a while, it's just going to go that way without even thinking about it. That'll be the automatic reaction is to just feel secure and confident. So once we can release the root cause, the thing that's causing you to feel insecure, then we can start to create new brain habits so that you feel confident on autopilot kind of. 
Yeah, absolutely. Our our line of work is so similar. So we're like speaking each other's language right now (laughs) because it's so what I'm passionate about. And I think we both probably work with a lot of female entrepreneurs. And I know that a lot of the women listening are either wanting to start a business or they already have their own thriving business. And obviously we know in our line of work, when you start your own business or you're the face of your own business, it's like so many of your inner beliefs start coming to the surface. And so what have you found really can affect, I guess, the inner confidence of someone that is an entrepreneur that also then we know has a direct influence on the business itself. I just love to hear what your thoughts are on that and how we can support the listener who maybe really resonates with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first thing I would say is, and one of the things that I did in the beginning of my kind of entrepreneurial journey was I really, even before I knew what I was doing, I was doing it. I was, I was almost like creating this version of me that I wanted to become. And I was doing this before I even had a business (laughs) before I was even doing what I'm doing now. Um, I didn't, you know, this was back before I even found hypnotherapy. I was um, imagining the kind of person that I wanted to be and the kind of business that I wanted to have and how I wanted that to make me feel and how I would see myself and how I would present myself. And I really like created this version of me in my mind. And then even though I didn't have a business, even though I didn't even have an online presence, even though, you know, I didn't have all these things, I started to act as though I was already that person. And I feel like that's kind of like the fake it till you make it kind of mentality is that you can be the person you want to be before you've reached any of the goals or any of the milestones that that version of you has reached. You can start to be that person. And when you do that, you're basically telling your subconscious mind, this is who we are. This is how we act. This is how we feel. And, and this is what we're doing with our life. And with repetition, our subconscious will just start to accept that that's who we are. Instead of accepting that we're lost, we're scared, we're insecure, that's the kind of, that's the image that we have of ourselves maybe now. Um, and that's, you know, because we have that image of ourselves and we keep coming back to that image, we're, um, we're really just continuing to, to kind of be that person before we've, you know, reach those accomplishments and we can convince our subconscious that this is who we are now. And when we do that, we're, we're basically creating those neurological pathways, like by acting first, (laughs) there's lots of ways we can work with our subconscious mind. It doesn't have to be sitting down to listen to a recording. It can be, you know, be the person you want to be and sit down every day and visualize that person. How is she feeling and how is she acting and, and be that person. And I feel like that's such a powerful, you know, I, I feel like I did that at the beginning of my journey so often. Like I, I have a early morning, uh, ritual or not, I wouldn't say ritual, but I, I get up early because I have kids and, um, you know, lots of other things on my plate. So yeah. I've always just made it a practice to get up early before anyone in my household is awake. And I've been doing this for a long time. And I used to spend that time just visualizing, like, who do I want to be? And what kind of businesswoman do I want to be? And what kind of impact do I want to have in the world? And I would really just get such a strong emotional, uh, reaction to this person that I was becoming that, I honestly feel like I was tricking myself into believing that I was already hurt even before (laughs) I had any of the other things that, you know, I wanted to have. It was like, I, I woke up every day and I I walked around, like I was already hurt and it just, my confidence, I feel like just skyrocketed. So I feel like that's something that anyone could start by doing like right now. And it could really impact how they feel and how they move forward. Even if you've already got your business, like I'm thinking about that too in my life, like there's always a next level expansion. Yeah. So like, what does my next level self 
think? What does she feel? How can I continue to show up as her? And I think it's really interesting because we do have this phrase, fake it till you make it. When we actually look at that phrase, it's it's like, you're not really faking it though. (laughs) Like what's fake about it? Like it's actually allowing yourself to feel those feelings. Like it's actually a feeling. I'm like literally rephrasing it right now in my head. I'm like, <laughs> feel it until you make it. We're not faking yeah. it. We're feeling it until you make it. Like I'm yes. totally going to use that. <laughs> I love that. Maybe that's going to be the actual like topic of this, of this podcast. There we go. We have the topic, um, yeah. the, the title of the podcast. Feel it till you make it. Yeah. Because it really is about feeling it. And and also there's a trap that so many entrepreneurs fall into. And this is where a lot of the work I do comes in as well is we have these expectations that, oh, but when I'm achieving this or when I'm doing this or when my business looks like this, then I'm going to feel this. And that's always going to be a disappointment because nothing can ever give you the ability to feel those things other than yourself. So if you're starting out on your business or you're ready for your next level, be that version of you now. How does she already feel? If you don't have a sold out client list, okay, great. But what would it feel like to have that? What would your day look? How would you perform? Like, don't just sit in your pajamas all day because the clients aren't there yet because you're not going to attract them from that place. Like (laughs) show up as if they're already happening. Put, I sometimes tell clients who really need to step in this, like put in your calendar where those clients would fit. Where would they go? Where would, how would your day look so that you can really step into the space of already having that and feeling that confidence as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. And, you know, even with the knowledge I have about the subconscious mind, it really runs on emotion. So if you can create a, a really strong emotional connection to this person that you're becoming, yeah. like that is going to help you so much in creating these new, like neurological pathways of becoming her. So like feel into that. And like, you know, if mm-hmm. it makes you feel excited, if it makes you feel motivated, if it makes you feel powerful, like really step into those feelings every single day and train yourself to feel that. And, you know, emotions, like you said, emotions are chemical responses in our bodies and we can create those. We don't need anything to create those chemical responses. We can create them all on our own. And so you can sit here right now and feel powerful and you don't need anything to help you feel powerful. Yeah, I love that. I'm so here for all of this. I'm so curious, maybe a little bit nosy. Like you say that you visualize every morning. I'd love to know, like, when you look back, are there things that you were visualizing maybe a few years ago and you suddenly realize they're in your reality? Oh my gosh. And what that has looked like and felt like for you. Yeah. Oh my God. Almost everything. <laughs> honestly, almost everything. Um, you know, I started doing this when my daughter was born. So I had, I, I, I didn't have a clue. I was still so lost. I didn't have a clue what I was going to be doing. Um, I knew, I knew for a long time that I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I wanted to do my, I wanted to do things my own way. And and I grew up with parents that were entrepreneurs and I just, I always knew that about myself. So I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew that I wanted to be in the online space and work with clients from all over the world. Um, and I even remember when I started to decide that I wanted to work with clients. Cause like I said, I was so lost. I didn't know up from down. I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, but I knew I wanted to do important, you know, really impactful work. And I started to kind of come to this realization that I wanted to work with people one-on-one and have clients. And I was like, yeah, okay. So now I'm visualizing this, you know, version of me who has an online business, who works with clients from all over the world, who, you know, lives in a, I, at the time I was living in 
you know, the city and I wanted to live in a more of a country space where I had lots of uh, free time and like free space to kind of like stretch out in. And so I visualize all those things. And I mean, like it's been seven years, but from nothing, I've created this business where I am working with clients from all over the world. We're doing really impactful work that's literally changing their lives. We're healing traumas. We're, you know, we're doing all these really amazing things that I never even, I I mean, I feel like my eight years ago self would just be like, just jaw would just hit the floor if she knew like what we've actually done over the last seven years. It's, it's wild. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, having that, that idea of what it is that you want and really going after that, like having that constant reminder of where you're headed, I feel like is so important. Mm, absolutely. And is there something that you feel is your next expansion that you're visualizing or are you just really soaking up the beauty of exactly where you are right now, which is wonderful too. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I am, I'm constantly evolving. I actually was just thinking about this the other day because there's lots of areas, uh, you know, topics that I work with people on that I feel very comfortable working with them on. And I've, I've only been doing this for a few years and I'm thinking there's no way that I can be happy just doing the same thing forever. Like if I've already feel like I've, you know, been able to get really good results with people only this many years in, like, what's next. And I, I feel like I'm always taking different kinds of training and different training, different modalities. Um, but I, I have taken uh, medical hypnotherapy training as well and to help people with chronic pain and chronic disease. And I feel like that area, it, it's kind of like an overlapping area from what I already work on. Cause when we work on chronic disease, we also work on traumas and we also work on anxiety and we also work on um, low self-esteem. So it, it's kind of, it kind of already overlaps, but I'm just excited to kind of see where that takes me and and kind of see where that goes and just exploring that a little bit more um hypnotherapy is just so there's just so many topics and areas that we can really like dive into like and specialize in so that makes me so excited that's amazing and I feel like the health industry is ready for that for sure (laughs) yeah I just wanted to press pause for a moment to let you know that I have created a very powerful free money magnet bootcamp for you that you can access right away. This is a three-part video series that's going to support you in really uncovering what your money mindset blocks are and bringing awareness to those hidden money blocks so that you know what you need to do in order to break free from them and step into a new level of wealth and abundance. I break it all down and bring so much juicy awareness to your inner subconscious beliefs around money during this three-part video series. And you can access it and dive straight in immediately when you hit on the link below in the show notes that say, join my free Money Magnet Bootcamp. I'm really excited to support you in there. It'd be like a miss, especially with our the line of work that we're in, to not like talk about some of the fears and the scarcity that can come up along that journey. It's like yes to visualizing it. Like I can see the future that I'm imagining for myself, and and I know that I've manifested so much of it from what I used to visualize, experiencing, and it's wonderful. But there's fear along the way, and there's blocks, and there's levels of like can I really have this? Or is this asking for too much or, or limiting money beliefs come up? Is that something that you've experienced and had to work through as you've been visualizing and stepping into that higher self? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's been so many like walls and blocks that I have come up against. Um, and you know, I, I like to tell people like just to normalize this, like just because you know, we're coaches or just because I'm a hypnotherapist doesn't mean I, I'm, you know, have all the answers for myself. Like sometimes it's just as hard for me to work through my blocks as it is for someone else. And that's why mm -hmm. we reach out for help. Um, because we don't, we can't always see it clearly for ourselves. As I have always said, it's, it's always so much easier to help someone else. Cause you can see their problem from out here. And when you're in the problem, it's like, you can, it's sometimes it's really yeah. hard to see. So I, there's definitely been things and, and barriers that I've come up against. Um, I had a really strong, I didn't even realize it until I was actually a few years into my business, but I had a very strong belief that kind of uncovered itself that I didn't feel like I could ever be successful. Um, like up until that point in my life, I hadn't found my thing. I had kind of just bounced from job to job. Um, I knew I wanted to have kids. So I, I didn't, I wasn't really specifically tied to any of the jobs I had done. I didn't feel passionate about them. I still feel like I was trying to figure out what my dream job even was. And so I hadn't really found success in anything and I hadn't really stuck with anything for very long. And then once I had found this thing that I'm so passionate about and, you know, I just dove in head first and I was, I was just like eating everything up. I started to realize that I had this belief that I didn't think that I could actually be successful because up until that point in my life, I had never really felt successful in anything. Um, and so that was, I feel like probably the biggest hurdle for me to work through and to, um, kind of come to terms with, uh, just because I haven't been successful yet doesn't mean I can't still be successful. Um, and I feel like, you know, saying it out loud, it seems so silly, but honestly, like living through that, it was like, it felt like a huge hurdle. Like I felt like there was people that were successful and then there was people that were not successful. And I felt like I just fell into that category and it took a long time for me to work through and realize that, you know, I'm constantly writing my story. My story hasn't already been written. I'm not just following along. I'm actually writing it. And so I can choose to take action. I can choose to believe in myself and to, and to do the things that are going to help me be successful. And I feel like that almost like lit a fire under me and really got like me kind of passionately stepping outside of my comfort zone. I mean, in the beginning of my business, I feel like that's the reason why I did so many things that really scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, you know, like public speaking and reaching out to people and doing, you know, even doing podcast interviews and things like that, where I, I was terrified, but I knew that those were the scary steps I had to take to actually be that successful person that I could see myself being. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was a huge hurdle for me to get through. And of course, you know, money, mindset block, scarcity. I mean, I feel like scarcity was kind of something that I struggled with a lot throughout my business, like for a long time, because with, you know, entrepreneurhood, the clients come and then they kind of wean off and then they come and, and, you know, getting used to the, that kind of wave of, of you're not showing up to a job where the job, you know, is always there. It's like, you're the one that's curating your job. So like, it just, it's not as like stable and sturdy. So I feel like I fell into that that scarcity trap a few times, like just kind of with the waves of entrepreneurship. So yeah, it's definitely something I've struggled with. Thank you for sharing that. And you just had me thinking about how this is just a powerful example of how tied our fear, I call her little miss fear, mm. is to those core beliefs. Because you said like, I was really shit scared, which is so yes. honest. And we've all been there of like doing the podcast interviews or standing on stage and being seen on social media. Oh my God, actually yeah. talking about what you do is scary as hell, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, if you have the belief or the story very much at your core, 
oh, I don't get to be successful. So that's the core belief. Then the actions and the feelings that you have are all stemming from that belief because like that belief is in contradiction to you doing that podcast episode. Because if you go and do that podcast episode or stand on that stage, that might mean you're successful. (laughs) So the fear has to show up because it's going, you don't get to do this. This isn't safe for you. And so if we can recognize that, it's like, oh, wait, hang on a moment. I can place my hand on my heart and go, okay, I know why this fear is here. It's just coming from the place. Like for me at the moment, it's like, that I'm not worthy of it really feeling this good. Okay. I get it. Thank you for showing me this. I'm going to work through this, you know? And I think that's, that's where the disconnect can come in some of the self-development work. We're like, Oh, I'm just feeling so fearful or I'm feeling anxiety, but it's like, yeah, but that is linked to a core belief here. So what is that core belief right now? Yeah, absolutely. And, and being able to recognize what that is, I feel like is so helpful. Like having the having the self-awareness to go like the anxiety isn't coming from nowhere. Like, so where is it coming from? And being able to recognize that I have a guest (laughs) with me here. Yes. I'm like, so my screen is a little blurry, but is that one of your children in the background? (laughs) Just hanging out there quietly. Hi. Oh, I love it. I love seeing women multitask in motherhood. I'm pregnant at the moment with my first. Oh, oh my so God. Congratulations. This will be me in a few months. Yeah, totally. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So I love that you have a guest with you right now. Um, that's actually a perfect way to segue into the conversation around like, have have those fears been there around motherhood and being this incredibly successful entrepreneur? Were there any stories that you actually had to work through? about getting to be both. Cause I just think that's so real for so many of us that want those, both those aspects, family and success. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, so I started my business, um, when my son was one and my daughter was three. So I've had, I've been working with them here with me the entire time I've been in business. So I feel like for me, the biggest challenge was trying to balance that, um, a frustration, came up a lot for me in the first couple of years, specifically when they were younger around, you know, being a mother first, uh, being a wife second, and then trying to squeeze in, you know, the, the part of me that I felt so passionate Mm -hmm. about, like in the cracks of everything else. Like, and I feel like the frustration of not being able to just dive fully into my business because I also wanted to be a stay home mom. I know that there's lots of people that choose to, um, put their kids in daycare and just die fully. And I'm, and I mean, no shame. That's amazing. That's incredible. And do what's right for you. But I knew in my core that I really wanted to be there for those, those first few years of my kids' lives before they went to kindergarten. And so kind of trying to balance that for me was, was very, uh, I, it was very trying and it was very challenging and, and so much frustration came up and, and even, um, you know, to the point of like resentment towards my husband, cause he could just go off and like work <laughs> like uninterrupted. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. that, I feel like that was a huge thing that I had to work through. And, um, for me, it really came down to like, what are my priorities and, you know, in what order, because I, I obviously prioritize my work. I also prioritize my family and my marriage, but at the end of the day, I had to kind of come back to the fact that if I disappeared off of social media and if I disappeared from my business for, you know, three years, I could pick it back up pretty much exactly where it was. You know, there might take, take a little bit of dusting off. Um, but I could pretty much pick it back up from where it was, where if I left my, you know, if I stepped away from my kids for three years, 
I can't just step back into right where I left off. Like they're just going to, they, they grow every single day. They're changing every single day. And so I feel like I really had to take a step back and go like, the frustration is coming from the fact that I want to be here and I want to be here. And so like, I I kind of had to make a decision, like how are we going to balance this? And, and I feel like I was actually having a conversation the other day about balance and how balance looks different to everyone. And so balance for me really was kind of like fitting my business into kind of the empty spaces before, you know, after the kids and after the the husband and kind of fitting it in for those first few years. And, you know, balance in this, by the end of this year, when my, my youngest goes to school, balance is, is going to look incredibly different because then I'm going to have eight hours a day to work in my business. And, and so balance is going to be unbalanced, but it will be balanced in a way that that's most beneficial for me and my family. So I feel like having a, a kind of a bigger perspective going into, you know, having a business while raising kids and just being able to take a step back and kind of see the bigger picture when things get hard, because they do get hard, they get really hard. And I, I've, I have a few peers in, in kind of the wellness space who are also dealing with the same challenges and that have had to step away more fully from their business to be with their family. And, you know, we're all just doing what's best for us and what's best for our, our situation. And, you know, sometimes it does feel like we have to make sacrifices, uh, whether that's, you know, putting your kids in daycare and going to work or whether that's putting work on hold and being with your family. Like I do feel like being a mom and an entrepreneur is going to take some sacrifice and it's going to take figuring out what does balance look like for you. And obviously no judgment to anyone else that, that may look different than you. Like if there's people that spend more time with their kids and less time at work, then no judgment to them or the people that choose to spend more time at work and less time with their kids. Like we just, I think we have to be compassionate to the other women who are trying to figure out this balancing act too, because it's really hard and it takes, it honestly takes a lot to figure that out and to have the courage to actually evaluate your situation in, in that way. So I don't know if I answered your question, but this is like something that's so heavy for me sometimes. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I love the honesty here and I think it's so real and it's absolutely right. And it's right with everything, whether you're a mother or not, or not. what is your version of success? What does yeah. you having a successful business actually look like? What does you feeling happy and healthy look like? Because my version of that is totally different to yours and vice versa. And, yeah. and it's different to every listener right now. But we've got to be honest with ourselves, especially in this world of social media, where we're like basing what that has to look like based off of somebody else's highlight reel. And we're not going within and actually taking a moment to go, this is my definition and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. And I think also just coming back to the motherhood topic, yes, to like, what is my version of balance and releasing what I think is one of the biggest energy blockers for all of us as women. And that is guilt. We hold on to so much guilt. I'm also like raised by an Irish Catholic family (laughs) and I think guilt is like in my blood. (laughs) But seriously, like it's such a blocker of abundance. And so being okay with it being the way that you want it to look and feel is just really, really important. But I also think that the story that you tell yourself within that is also really key. So You know, if you do only have an hour or two a day on your business or you get one full day a week to really see clients, 
can you still tell your story as one of abundance? Like yeah. I'm still worthy of being really financially compensated. I'm, I'm still worthy of receiving large flows of money. I still get to feel successful because if you go into that being like, fuck, I only have two hours a day. <laughs> this means this and this means that. And I'm just like, whatever, you're not going to attract what it is that you want. Like, what if you do get to have it all, but it's your version of it all, but it's based on the story that you're actually allowing yourself to write. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And yeah, exactly what you just said. Like you can have it all your version of having it all. Cause, and that's another thing I feel like I've really had to work through is taking on so many different versions of what my business had to look like. And I feel like it's actually only been within the last year that I've gone, actually, (laughs) I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And this is what I like. And this is what I want my business to look like. And being a mother has been a huge part of that because I, I mean, in my little online space, I don't have a lot of people that are also moms. And so my version of success in my business looks so different than their version of success in their business. And so I've really had to create boundaries about, you know, what am I allowing myself to kind of play into with other people's stories and other people's businesses. And, and I've kind of, you know, without even realizing it, I've taken on, like, I need to do this. I need to have this. I need to do this. And Oh my God, it just is so much, especially like you said, if you only have two hours today to do work, like you can't do everything. And I feel like being able to have the awareness to go, this is what I really enjoy. This is my zone of genius and everything else is just extra. And so if I have time to get to that, cool. And if I don't have time, which <laughs> like as a mom, you, you might not have time, then that's okay. And just allow yourself to like get rid of the rest of that and just keep what makes you feel good and keep what's the most important to you and allow the rest to fade away. And I feel like, you know, that's been something I feel like I've struggled with my whole business and with just within the last year, have even realized that I've been struggling with that because I've just been trying to balance everything and trying to do everything and have been, it's been hard <laughs> and within the last year, just going, wait a second, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to, you know, try to commit to that anymore. I just want to do yeah. the things that I love and commit to the things that I, you know, that are in my zone of genius and, you know, still stretching myself and still challenging myself, but not in, not a challenge of trying to stretch myself so thin that I'm trying to be everything all the time, just choosing what lights me up the most and going after that. I love this. I'm like <laughs> so here for these conversations at this moment in time as I journey into that. Yeah. Um, this is maybe sounds like it's off topic, but I can't not ask you this <laughs> because I've been following you for a while and I love the content that you create mm. and just the branding as well that you have all around it. And you've, you've cultivated a beautiful community. And now that I hear you're also a mom and you're finding the balance <laughs> and everything, I'm like, what motivates you to consistently create such beautiful content? Like, please, share uh, with us. Oh, I, wish I, had a, I wish I had a really good answer for that. I, I, you know what? I feel like uh, one of the things that I'm most proud of of myself is my diligent, I don't want to say like I'm not a workaholic, but, but I feel like I'm very diligent in the work that I do. And, and I feel like when I, 
when I set out to do something, I usually do it and I try to do it well. Like I'm definitely not a perfectionist because I, I don't take that on, but I feel like I do it well. And so when I decided I wanted to have an online business, I did so much research into, you know, what does that mean? How do I do that? Like I started from nothing. Right. And I, and I created this. And so one of the things that I wanted to be consistent in was showing up online. And I feel like showing up online for me isn't just about like getting in front of people. It's really about showing up in my business because like I said, like we've been talking about, I don't have a lot of time to work in my business every day. Like I I have limited amount of time to work in my business. So what can I do almost every single day or what can I work at doing almost every single day to show up in my business? And, you know, like I said, at the beginning of this conversation, I love talking about what I do and I love sharing this. And I feel like you know, specifically hypnotherapy is not so well known. And I, I want to get that message out there. So I feel like the drive of wanting to show up in my business and feel like I'm making an impact every single day, and also wanting to share the message that I feel so passionately about, I feel like kind of all of that kind of goes into like, wanting to show up online in a consistent way, and, and wanting to be a recognizable, familiar brand that people can know and love and trust. And so I feel like maybe it's a combination of all of those things and really just the passion of like wanting other people to know like what is possible for them. Because like I said, a couple of years ago, I didn't know any of this was possible. I didn't know about any of this. And, and, you know, lots of the clients I work with have been following me for a long time and lots of them have just found me like very recently. And so their kind of eyes are being open to all this information that I share. And they're going like, I had no idea. I had no idea. I didn't even know. And so I think that really lights me up and makes me want mm. to keep sharing because I know that it's, it's changing the way people are, are understanding themselves and, and how to help themselves. So I don't know, I, I guess it's a combination of that. <laughs> Yeah. It's just starting from a place of love and passion and why, like you have to have the intention behind what it is that you're creating. And I think people can really feel that. And I really resonate with that a lot too. It's like not just creating for the sake of creating, but actually like, well, what is the power behind this message today? Yeah getting excited about it, even though I'm like, oh, do I have to go create a reel? Really? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm not, I'm not crazy about the way in which I have to do it, but I, you know, that's Instagram's rules. I'll follow them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. I don't want to keep you any longer. I know you have a busy life and we've got lots going on, but before we say goodbye, where can they go and find more out about you and, and learn more about the hypnosis that you do? Yeah, um, I am very active on Instagram. So my handle is just at Katie Potrats. Um, but also you can head to my website, um, katiepotrats.com. And I have loads of information about um, how to work with me and what hypnotherapy can do for you. And um, you can also just send me a message or send me an email. And I mean, I love talking to people about hypnotherapy and just answering any questions. So feel free to reach out at any time. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much, Melina. If you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. (laughs) So I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day.